Hi everybody, this is Kara Johnstad, singer, songwriter, and founder of Voice Your Essence, and I'm here to share with you the brand new article, and it is called Resolutions Not For Me. Here's a better way to start your new year. So I personally never make a New Year's resolution. Why? Because I know I cannot keep it. It does no good at all to create a resolution that is whipped out of the air and has no real foundation. Everyone knows that so many of the resolutions made on January 1st do not last more than a few days or at most a few weeks. I personally plant my big intentions on the spring equinox. It is a time each year when I plant my dream seeds and set big visions into motion. I like this because truth be told, although we now find ourselves in a new calendar year, Mother Nature finds herself in a time of reflection and regeneration. I do my business connected to the universe and working with the rhythms of the seasons. I have a great respect for laws that are not always linear, are not always focused on an outcome we can foresee. And I enjoy the sweet balance between the linear and straight systems and respecting the cyclical nature of things and the beauty of courting the mystery. What do I do at the end of the year and before diving into the day-to-day -day business of the new year? I clean and clear. I let go of the things that no longer serve. I lighten the load. So as the old year fades and the new year begins, we in the Northern Hemisphere enter into our official winter season. I create a different type of ritual, the same ritual the trees are enjoying, the same ritual the bears are enjoying. I create a ritual of reflection and asking myself not, what do I want to achieve? I ask myself, what would I like to let go of so that my life will be lighter and clearer and I can live more and more my essence. Many people have at some point in the past year set certain goals for themselves or have projects that they are working on and yet are not aware of the cross programs we carry in our subconscious mind that can sabotage us. Most people set new goals and resolutions for the new year and they have all these good intentions but they forget the step before creating a resolution or setting a goal you see, most people never really take the time to take stock of the previous year and keep what is working and have the courage, yes, to have the courage to clear the clutter of the belief closet and let go and release the past. To create any change, first, you must let go. The snake must shed its old skin. Releasing the past, well, it's not always easy and fun. And yet it is the only way to get ready for the powerful spring that is about to arrive at your doorstep. The first months of the new year are an ideal time to go deep inside and clear out what is not supporting you. In the spring you plant, in the summer you water and nurture, in the fall, you harvest. In the winter, you release. Releasing the past 
is a requirement to be able to move forward. See it as an opportunity to see your life and business fresh and new. Release any resentment on people that may be holding you back, including yourself, and obstacles that have gotten in the way, money, time constraints, health, etc. Use these few days of reflection as an opportunity to see your life and business in a new way. Forgive and release what no longer resonates with who you are. Stop beating yourself up and instead start embracing your gifts and dreams that you carry within. Clear away any emotions or judgments you might still carry within and try to reframe and realize that all events have brought you where you are today. Many difficult situations gave us valuable lessons to learn. Now it is time to simply sense from the deep space of oneness which things would you like to leave behind and close and which things would you like to carry on with and give time and energy to. If there is one thing I have learned in my life, it is go with the laws of nature. Below are a few questions I have put together to help you consciously embrace your past and then release the events of 2012 or the past year so that you can move with ease into the new year and enjoy the inner gathering time before going out again full force with your resolutions at the start of spring. Now is the time to prepare the ground for the spring when everything naturally grows and blossoms around you. So create a beautiful space to spend some time in or open a fresh page in your journal and write out the questions in your handwriting and then write below those questions your answers. I know some of the questions may not be the easiest to relax into, but remember it is only when you release and clear away the things that no longer serve you and arrive in a place of peace and clarity, a clean slate state of mind, that you will be able to call in or update your deepest desires and plant the future with any kind of success. So it's my experience that after finishing, you're going to be supercharged with energy. You've let go what didn't work and is no longer working. And now you can focus on the things that are working really well. So here are some of the questions. What are your accomplishments, business or personal, this past year? Give this one lots of space. Write down the tiniest ones and the bigger ones, big, small, short and small. We celebrate life in all sizes. Okay, so what are your accomplishments, business or personal this past year? And when you have those answers written down, you can pause the podcast. You can just hit the pause button. This is coming from an article from the Voice Your Essence e-zine, so you can also go to my homepage www.karajonsta.com and also get the PDF file. You have to look in the blog section, okay, for the, for the um, title resolutions, not from me. All right, but just otherwise hit pause and then undo it. So the second question you can think about and write the answers to are what goals and dreams did you manifest in 2012? What goals and dreams did you manifest in this past year. 
And now think about what goals and dreams did not manifest for you in the past year. What goals and dreams did not manifest for you in 2012? Sometimes we, we have a lot on our plate and we have things that we're working on, but maybe they didn't happen. And that's totally okay. Now write down some of your challenges. What, what were your challenges in this past year? What were your challenges in 2012? And the next question to reflect upon, what were the lessons that you learned? All the situations we're given in life, they, they have valuable lessons if we can see them. So what were the lessons that you learned? And the next question, what areas in your personal life felt difficult and like a struggle for you? And maybe you can jot down a few ideas on how you might be able to change this or, or some insights that you have that, that might be easier for you because you know yourself well. So which areas of your personal, personal life were a struggle? And then maybe jot down next to that a few ideas on how you might make your life easier for yourself. And the same thing with your business or work life. What areas of your business or work life felt difficult and they were, they were a struggle for you and what kept holding you back? And maybe you jot down some ideas on what might make life easier for you. For example, what do you need to write out or rant about or express in another way like songwriting or painting or creating from a very deep stream of consciousness in order to feel clear about this past year so that you can move forward with power and grace. And the cool thing is, while you're doing this, give yourself permission to rant and complain if necessary, because sometimes, you know, it's important not to judge ourselves and to really listen in when the wave of discontentment comes up. Because often the discontentment that we have is showing us clearly the keys to the path that lie ahead. Because we deeply know what we like and what we enjoy and which things give us energy and feed our passion. So deeply listening to ourselves retalk and rehash the same stories can bring more awareness to our lives so that we don't continue in these circles forever. Okay, so maybe it's kind of like ranting with awareness. <laughs> so anyway, um, give yourself permission. Often when we really allow ourselves to look at the deeper layers of pain that are holding us back, we finally are free to move on. And a lot of us, you know, don't want to complain and we don't want to rant, so we don't even want to get into that space. But in my experience, once in a while, uh, you know, don't make it a habit, but it's important to really listen to the, you know, if the anger or, or the disappointment or the frustration is so big, because that is a lot of energy that we can use to transform our lives. So the last question in this first part is, of course, a, a question that should be part of every day. What are you most grateful for? in 2012? Where's your gratitude? Which things are you extremely grateful for? Your health, your family, certain achievements that you've had. 
maybe you've just realized certain things and you're like, wow, that's, that's pretty amazing, you know. I'm so blessed. So, now after you've answered the above questions, I want you, again, put this podcast on a pause um, and take a walk, take a break, get some fresh air. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. So I know from my experience coaching um, the Voice Your Essence clients that the above questions can be hard to answer sometimes. Some things are very easy. Maybe what we feel grateful for in our lives might be an easier question. And, and things where we become aware of struggles or patterns that keep on repeating itself, they're not always easy to answer. They can be a bit tiring. So, you know, you take a break, and I often take a break even for the rest of the day and come back to it on the next morning. Okay, do not desert and jump ship here. Stay with it. But it's very important to take some space to embrace what has come up for you. And then you can come back to the next phase. So after your break, the next phase is you can look over what you've written above and now answer these questions. These are beautiful questions here. What makes you happy? What are you passionate about that feeds your inner flame? What makes you proud? What makes you sad? What are you disappointed about? What remains incomplete and unfinished? And we continue What goals or projects do you wish to carry forward? Give yourself some, some time to really look at what do you have energy for? Which goals and projects do you wish to carry forward? They excite you. They feed that passion. And now if you're really deeply honest with yourself, what goals or projects are no longer important to you? You can let them go now. They've served their purpose. Maybe they're too tiring, too exhausting, or you're not getting support from the outside like you'd love to. So what goals or projects are no longer important to you? And you can let go of those now. And now this is a beautiful question that I always ask myself every year. Which new people have come into your life in this past year, in 2012. Perhaps new souls have been born, new children have arrived, new friendships have been made. Which new people have come into your life in 2012? And so staying with that idea of cycles and life and rhythms, what people have passed, souls that are no longer on this plane, people that we've had to let go of, they're no longer with us. Also, which friendships have kind of, we've lost touch with them and we realize it's okay. They're going their way and we're going our way, it's okay. Bless it and move on. Friendships that are no longer um, existing. 
It's good to be conscious and to really consciously let go of these, these good friends. Or if you realize you need to stay in touch, it's also good then to write a quick email or to write a quick letter and to share with them how important they are to your lives. And now take time to note, have you let go of a job, a relationship, or a city, or someplace really big, some big factor in your life this past year? Maybe you're, you're readjusting to these things. Sometimes we go into retirement, or we get a new job, we leave the university, we change our city. It's good to realize that when these things happen, that they're big, they're big changes in our lives. So it's, it's nice to kind of mark that. And now, a question that most people never really think about, but it's nice to be conscious of, which type of people inspire you? Which type of people inspire you? Maybe you like the adventurous types, or you like people that are building companies, or you like performers, poets, gurus, healers, moms, dads, animal lovers, which type of people inspire you? And which type of people would you like to move towards? And the next question, which type of places and spaces inspire you? So you might be inspired by certain places or spaces and realize that the place that you live in looks very, very different. And maybe you'd like to also take the time this next year to match that. Maybe, maybe your home looks very, very bare, but actually you're inspired when you see some, some pictures on the wall. Or vice versa, maybe you're inspired by places that um, are very clear and you realize that you have too much stuff in your rooms and you can't even think straight. So take note of which type of places and spaces, maybe countrysides, you know, maybe you love trees and water and you're in a total different place in your life. So how can you integrate that in, in, into your home and into your workplace so that you can be inspired every day, 24-7? And the next question, what would happen if you started to co-create with people that really inspire you and bring you exactly to the place that you always dreamed of being. What would happen if you allow yourself to say yes to living from that core place, that essence space? So now how do you feel? So the coming and going of things is a very natural process. We come and we go, we move on. Existence is continually evolving. Some people come into our lives and stay for years. Others were only there to give us a gift of understanding ourselves better and then our paths part. It is the same with work. Some projects feed us for a lifetime. Others are there to bring us forward for a month. Big projects take a big vision and commitment. Learn to gravitate towards people that are committed and passionate, not only about why they are, but who they are. People that live inspired lives, 
Are you starting to feel lighter, clearer, full of energy, not carrying around any longer the things that are not serving you? Take another break. Go get a tea, do something silly, eat a piece of chocolate for me, and put the podcast on pause. Okay, welcome back. Come back to your journals and your pages. Read over your pages and celebrate one more year of growth, one more year of life and creation. Spend now the first weeks of this new year in a relaxed, peaceful state of mind. Relax with who you are. Practice self-acceptance and come from a place of peace about the past. When you start creating your business and your personal life from a place of inner peace, you'll begin to receive opportunities that are 100% in alignment with the person that you truly are. These new possibilities will resonate with your now and not your past. So give it a try these next weeks. Clear out that belief closet, clear your space, release all that no longer serves you and get ready for an amazing 2013. I thank you so much for joining me here at the Voice Your Essence podcast. If you'd like to get on the mailing list and subscribe and get free gifts, you can uh, mosey on over to my homepage at www.carajohnstad.com and uh, join the mailing list and get the free e-zines, etc. If you'd like to join us on Facebook, it's um, facebook.com slash voiceyouressence. Thanks again for listening in. I'm going to see you next week. Same time, same place. Until then, stay gold. Open up and receive. See